Hi, I'm Pastor Jack Wilson of Piatas Baptist Church, and this is Yeah Think. Today I want to talk about God and how faithful He is. As a matter of fact, the Bible verse we're talking about is First Timothy, First uh, Thessalonians, five twenty-four. Faithful is He that calleth you, who also will do it. Yeah, funny. You ever get the feeling God wants you to do something, but you think, oh no, I could never do that, and you just ignore it? Yeah, you don't get it. The truth of the matter is, if he calls you, he will bring you to it, he will bring you through it, and you will be the victory. You know the song, Faith is the Victory? Well, you know what? When you believe in God, when you trust in God, God puts his resources into you. And it makes things worse. When I came to this country, I'm in the Philippines here, if you didn't know already. And I came here to marry my wife. I met her on the internet. Yeah. We dated for about a year on the internet. And God told me to ask her to marry me. And I did. And she agreed. And, and I, I decided to go to the Philippines to do that. And uh, when I did, the Holy Spirit impressed upon me that I would be returning as a missionary. I've seen children begging in the streets. I've seen the poverty. I've seen the, the trouble. Uh, and God impressed upon me that I was going to be returning as a missionary. Now, let me tell you something. I never had any desire to be in the Philippines. I never had a desire to go to Asia. Uh, my brother was a big shot. He went all over Asia uh, making deals and uh, with the telecommunications and whatever he did. He, he, he was uh, pretty well known in the area. But me, I could not understand for the life of me how this man would want to go to Asia. And then God called me. Who called me? God did. And so when God called me, immediately I knew in my spirit that this is what he wanted. And many of you are called by God to do something. And you may even know that God is calling you, but you refuse him. Don't do that, folks. So many times we hit a roadblock in this uh, quest to be missionaries. And we worried that we would not be able to do this mission. We had an evil pastor who tried to stop us uh, and, and uh, because we found out that he wasn't as uh, straight and narrow as he should be and there was all trouble with his family and everything else and uh, he asked uh, me and another fellow to pray for him and uh, pray for the church and find out why it wasn't growing and uh, after a couple of months uh, my friend stopped praying and the pastor quit way before that oh he had too many things to do and uh, I stayed there for like a year and a half and after that time God spoke to me and I wrote out a page and a half of problems with him and his family and I didn't want to tell him I told him I don't want to tell you what this is uh, you're going to hate me after this he says no 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 I won't hate you no 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 you got to tell me. So I told him, and he hated me. That's what it is with evil people. 
When you tell them the word of God, they're either going to accept it or hate you for it. And then we had a so-called friend who turned against us. These are people who say they're Christians, but they're really not. We had others spreading bad rumors about us. And we had worthless Filipino, Filipino pastors who made money in America. They went to America, started up a church in an uh, affluential uh, Filipino area, and then they decided they couldn't support us. One guy was funny. One guy, he cried when I gave my, my testimony on, uh, on where we were going and who we wanted to help here. He cried. He told the church, yes, what he's talking about is true. Uh, this is going blah 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 and then he he said something to somebody that he could not support us because I was too pushy imagine that imagine your mother was dying or or, or your, your, your cousins or your brothers your sisters they were all dying and they were dying without Christ and somebody was desperate and they wanted to come and tell them and the other family's members who was supposedly saved, who was supposedly pastors, told you, no, we're not helping you because you're too pushy. When I came to, uh, I came to the Philippines, I opened up a church, and this pastor came to visit me, and he told me we were too close. I, I didn't understand what he meant. I thought I had uh, B.O. or something. He says, no, he says, uh, churches aren't supposed to be that close together. Baptist churches. Really? Where, where does it say that in the Bible? So he says, listen, one of us is going to have to move. So I, I congratulated him on his new move and, and wished him well. And eventually he moved. Alright? There was another church that came and moved like two or three blocks away from us. And somebody said, there's another Baptist church. They've just moved three blocks away from you. Really? So I went down there. And I welcomed him to the area. And I said, when I heard that you moved in, I thanked God because we can use all the reinforcements we can get over here. It's, it's how you look at things. It's, it's how your Christian, your Holy Spirit speaks to you. And so these other Filipino pastors made excuse after excuse why they couldn't support us. To this day, I don't think, uh, we, we have a Korean and we have a Spanish, but we don't have any Filipino pastors that support us. And why is that? Huh, I'd still like to know. Well, there'll be a time when we stand in front of God and all that will come out. We had no money for airplane tickets. We had no place to live. We had no vehicle to use. That was when we were supposed to be here. And yet, we had somebody call us and donated over $5,000 for airplane tickets. We used it to bring some books of mine over here too. And uh, that was the largest donation we got in 15 years. The largest. We had no place to live. My wife says, my sister owns a place uh, in Eastwood, which is a nice gated community. Nothing really fancy, but, but clean, you know, and safe. 
and uh, go ask her if we can rent it. So she came back. She said, "He says we couldn't rent it. We could have it as long as we wanted, for free. All furnished and everything." Then as a couple of years went on, the place was small for us. I said, "Lord, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining, but if you can, give us a bigger place." And he gave us a bigger place. Uh, also, before that, my sister-in-law called up and said we had to leave because her son was getting married. He needed the place to live in. Okay, that's fine, no problem, because I know. I know, as the uh, title says, "Faithful is he they call it you, will also do it." He wasn't about to throw me out of her house and not get some place to live. I mean, that would have been ridiculous, wouldn't it? We had no vehicle used, and somebody loaned us a vehicle. And then we got here. We had bills already for people who used to live in the house where we were living. We had no money for medicine. We only had $550 per month income for a home and church. We met in the squatters' homes. We had no building. Then we got a building. We thought there would be a split in the church one day. We had those who took us to immigration court. We had complaints to the barangay by a few people. The landlord <coughs> wanted us to leave. Yeah, it's amazing the things you come up against. And you know what? God allowed them to come up against us. And why? It was a test. You say to yourself, did God need to test you to see what you were going to do? No, not at all. God needed to test us so we could see where we were in Him. How strong we were in Him. What we would do. How, how faithful were we in Him. And when we saw it, it gave us more strength. And we started the music ministry. We had over 50 people who learned how to play musical instruments. We started a choir. We started teaching academics. We built a sink area and a bathroom. The bathroom we built, now you may think this is silly, it was a crummy old bathroom in the church, and uh, you really wouldn't want to use it. The bathroom we built would have cost $15,000 in America. I know, I was in construction. It cost us $1,000 to build. Isn't that something? We had, uh, we gathered 50 to 60 door knockers every week. Where do you find in, in America you have 50 to 60 door knockers? Now, there may be churches that do that, but on the whole, they don't. Usually it's the pastor and a couple of his close friends. We sent kids to Bible college. We sent kids to additional college, regular college. We sent people to camp. We enrolled kids in school. We made uniforms. We got birth certificates. We started a seven-day-a-week feeding program. Some people got better employment. Some had marriages restored. Some have children doing great. When God calls you to do something, do it, on it. Because it's going to turn out to be the most wonderful thing you've ever did in your life. 
when we were teaching door knockers, uh, of course we started out, all the people were nervous, they were afraid, they didn't want to do it. This was a horrible thing for them to talk in front of people. And so they'd go out with me and my wife and listen to us talk. And one by one they started doing it on their own. The joy, you know the song, and oh, the joy that filled my heart. Well, their hearts too. They were so happy to be able to share the word. You see, when you obey God, initially you may not feel like doing what he asked you to do. But once you do it, the joy is incredible. It was the same thing with teaching. We asked these people to teach, and they didn't want to do it. And they come downstairs from teaching, big smiles and and they loved this thing. They really, really loved this thing. Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. What do you look forward to? I know what we look forward to. We look forward to a, a compound that will have a 2,000 seat sanctuary, an outdoor evangelism area, a medical clinic, an orchestra, a school from kindergarten to college. Wow. At least two services per Sunday, one in English and one in Tagalog, a car for the pastor and a house, many houses to be built for those who need it, perhaps an entire village. Because First Thessalonians 5.24 says, Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. Now, let me tell you, folks, I'm not saying that this is going to happen. This is not Benny Hinn. This is not name it and claim it. We believe that God wants good things for us. And we want things that we have uh, desires for and we have visions for. Uh, the funny thing is, none of us are visioning. Visioning? None of us are looking forward to great deals of money for ourselves or or fancy cars for ourselves or mansions. We're not looking for that. Everything we do has to do with the church and our position in the church. And these are things I feel God called me to. How about you? Has he called you to this? Has he called you to more or to other things? Remember, 1 Thessalonians 5.24 Faithful is he that calleth you, to whole also will do it. As we start our 16th year, and you know what? It's coming up to our 16th year, folks. Wow, I can't believe it's that long. We are looking forward to all the great things God would do before he takes us home. And we believe that God has many more things for us. We have done what God wanted us to done, <laughs> what God wanted us to do. <coughs> We've struggled, but we struggled in the Lord. We struggled with peace. We struggled with happiness. We struggled knowing that God was right there in the midst of us, taking care of us, and we conquered. Oh, there's so many things that we can go on to say about how we made it, because God is faithful. And he brings us to it. How about you? Would you like that feeling? Would you like to serve God instead of just being somebody who goes to church on Sunday? Look into it. God is talking to you. You have to listen carefully and you have to agree. And once that happens,
you will be a faithful servant of God. Amen? Amen. Lord, talk to these people. Help them to know who they are, to know what God has called them to do, and to do it, Lord. Give them the peace and joy that you gave most of us over here as we seek to do your will. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, if you'd like to uh, get in touch with me, you can email me at 7101 at usa.net, 7101 at usa.net, and I'll be glad to get back to you. Until next week, God bless you and keep you. May the sun shine on your face and make you feel real great. Okay, bye.